The Gem City Sports Network presents the High School Game of the Week. Today's game is being brought to you by Pro Fighter Performance Products, by Don Brown Sports Apparel, a big league look for a minor league price, by McAfee Heating and Air, any season, any time, McAfee, by Profiler Inc., by a Special Wish Foundation of Dayton in Southwest Ohio, by the USO, by the Ohio High School Athletic Association, by Darren Dollar Music, and by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Let's head out to the stadium for all the exciting play-by-play action of high school football. Here's Doug Brown. Hey, good evening, everybody, from Doug Adams Stadium in Xenia, Ohio. It's time for the high school game of the week. Tonight, it's a Miami Valley League battle between the Butler Aviators and the Xenia Buccaneers. The Buccane- or the Butler Aviators come into this game with a record of 2-1 and one in the conference, 2-2 two and two overall. They are rated 14th in D3 in Region 12 in the computer points. The Xenia Buccaneers, they are 3-0 in the conference and 4-0 and overall. They are ranked 7th in the state in Division 2 and 2nd uh, in the... In Region two division or uh, division two region eight in the computer points. Last time Xenia lost was the final game of the 2021 season. They lost to Sydney here at the stadium, 38 to nothing, and they have won fifth, uh, 14 consecutive regular season games. They were 10 and 0 last year, 4 and 0 this year. The uh, last year, Xenia defeated Butler 35 to 20. The defense was the name of the game for the Buccaneers as they came from behind to beat uh, Butler 35-20. Xenia held Butler to just 187 yards total offense, 153 passing, and 34 rushing. Butler scored all their points in the second quarter. Butler scored on two defensive gems in the second quarter when Austin Flory intercepted a pass and went 31 yards, and uh, Alan Mabeson, the second, recovered a fumble and ran it back 60 yards for the score. Sam Mitchell, he's the man on defense. He scored on a three-yard run and a two-point conversion was good when Luke Seibert took it in from three yards out. This season, though, Luke Seibert is the quarterback and has thrown the ball just 24 times and has completed 15 passes for 218 yards and two TDs and a pick. His receivers, Julius Rusk, seven catches, 89 yards, and Traven Crump, four catches, 84 yards. Caden Bates is the go-to guy for rushing. He carried the ball 34 times for 179 yards and three TDs. His longest carry is 37 yards. Sam Mitchell leads the defense with 38 tackles and three sacks with an end and also an interception. Donovan Collins has 35 tackles, one sack, and an INT. The, ba- the Buccaneers, they like to run the ball too. Elijah Johnson has carried the ball 73 times for 407 yards, which is good for second in the conference. He has 111 yard. He had 111 yards in the opener versus Beaver Creek, 141 yards against West Carrollton, and his best game so far last week, uh, or no, a couple of weeks ago, at uh, Sydney, where he carried the ball 157 times, or he had 26 carries for 157 yards, and, uh, and last week against Stebbins, they had his number. Stebbins held him to minus two yards on 13 carries. Passing-wise, Gavin McManus is the, the uh, quarterback. He has thrown the ball 73 times and completed 49 for 492 yards and two TDs. He has two picks. Tremonte Henry, Juan Underwood, uh, Aiden 
Solis are his main targets. Henry has caught 15 passes for 209 yards. Underwood, 13 catches for 134 yards and a TD. And Solis, 10 catches, 94 yards and a TD. Defensively, Ronnie Butler has 33 tackles, 26 of them solo. And Kale Webb has 23 tackles to lead the way for defense. Central, uh, Cecil Piner has three of the five sacks for Xenia. Next week, the Butler Aviators are at home. Then. They will take on a very tough Tippecanoe team. And Xenia will travel to Fairborn to take on the Skyhawks. Other games tonight in the Miami Valley League. Stebbins is at Fairborn. Piqua at Greenville. Troy is at Tippecanoe. And Sydney is at Wisconsin. We're going to take a break. Be back with more right after this. And we'll probably have the band right after this. You're listening to the High School Game of the Week on the Gem City Sports Network. Hey sports fans, you all know Don Brown. He was born and raised here in the Miami Valley and have met many of you somewhere along the line as a player, coach, or sports broadcaster for WKEF and WRGT TV. Sports has been a big part of his life and remains so today. So if your high school team, little league organization, or group wants to look good year-round, then look no further than Don Brown Sports. From spirit gear t-shirts, polos, or equipment embroidery, or screen printing, Don Brown Sports is your first and last stop. He's got big quality at minor league pricing. Feel free to get in touch with DB via email at dhkbrown1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Or feel free to call him at 937-430-3105. Don Brown Sports, a big league look for a minor league price. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Karn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. 
To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. And back here at Doug Adams Stadium in Xenia, Ohio, the home of the Xenia Buccaneers, the brand new Doug Adams Stadium, as the uh, they redid this whole thing. New lights, new press box, new seating. They moved the press box from one side of the field, from the east side to the west side, and i tell you what, they did one hell of a job. If you get a chance to come out here, uh, you're going to be very impressed and we're going to send it down to the band because they are getting ready to come onto the field as as is the players for Xenia. And also Butler. Like I said, Butler comes in 2-2. Two two, the uh, Buccaneers 4-0. Buccaneers got a 14-game winning streak, regular season winning streak. Zingy Buccaneer Band. Doug Adams Stadium field. This is a turf field with a track going around it. So right along I uh, right along right along State Route 35, as it's always been. Kind of looking forward to seeing the lights. Here's a here's the band once again.
You know, we live in a country with freedom like no others. Now our national anthem done by the Xenia Buccaneer Band. Our members of the Ohio High School Athletic Association and abide by high standards of conduct, competition, and relations with members of school. The officials assigned to this game have been selected and assigned according to the procedures adopted by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Miami Valley League. Those officials are referee Sean Isaac, umpire Jack Brooks, line judge Clay Dudenbrofer, headlinesman Chris Branscombe, and back judge Jacob Hansel. Now, ladies and gentlemen, because we live in a land like no other and have freedoms like no other nation, we'd like to take this opportunity to honor America and the brave men and women who serve it faithfully both here at home and abroad. We'd ask that you would stand, remove your caps. And we have marching buccaneers who will play the national anthem under the direction of retired Chief Master Sergeant Greg Sell. And at this time, the Junior ROTC Color Guard will present the colors. National anthem done by the Xenia Marching Band as teams are getting set to take the field for tonight's Miami Valley League contest. Butler won the toss and they deferred to the second half. Once again, Xenia has not lost a regular season game since the last game of 2021 when they lost to Z- Sydney right here at Doug Adams Stadium 38 to nothing. Butler 2-1 in conference play, 2-2 two two overall. Xenia 3-0, 4-0 overall. They are ranked 7th in the state in Division 2. And in the, they are ranked um, they're ranked 2nd in the Region 8 in the computer points. Butler, on the other hand, they are 14th. They are tied for 14th with two other teams in D3, Region 12, in the computer points. So sit back and enjoy today tonight's game between the Butler Aviators and the Xenia Buccaneers from Xenia High School.
waiting for the, they had a, the uh, Wee Bucks. They had like 250 kids out on the field, so they got to get them out of there before we get started. They got a good uh, peewee program here in Zine also. I want to thank uh, Nathan Cobb for allowing us to come in and do tonight's game between Butler and Xenia. Going back deep for the Buccaneers will be Juan Underwood and Zane Mercer kicking off for the Aviators. His number. That is number 30 and Griffin Bradley. So Xenia will be kicking from north to south. Or I mean, uh, Butler will be kicking north to south. Right to left, or left to right on your dial. Xenia, right to left on your radio dial. So here we go, and we are underway here at Xenia. Ball coming down, and it's going to go to Underwood at about the four yard, or about the seven yard line. And he's going to get up to the 25-yard line. That's where the Buccaneers will take start first and 10. Game time temperature brought to you by McAfee Heating and Air. 72 degrees here at Doug Adams Stadium in Xenia. It's a great night for football. It's a cloudless sky. This should be a dandy. Last two weeks we had real, real clunkers. Next week, we might have a good one. Dixie will host Brad Bradford. Both teams coming alive after a dismal season last year. So, Kevin McManus is the quarterback. He's in the gun. He's going to hand off. He's going to hand off right to Johnson. Johnson's got some running room all the way up to the 47-yard line. That's going to be good enough for a first down for the for uh, Xenia. She picked up about 22 yards on that carry. First play, 22 yards right off the bat. Came around the left side. Once again, Johnson is in the backfield. As you can tell, we are pretty close to the seating here at Butler, or at Xenia. Pass coming down, and it's intended for Sean Fishwick. And it's incomplete. Second down and ten. Good crowd on hand. Still filing in here at Doug Adams Stadium. Butler sitting on the far side. That was the home side last year. But they did a fantastic job in rearranging this stadium. McManus in there. In the gun and an offside is going against Butler. It's going to march him up five yards. And that's going to put it into Butler territory. Second, uh, first and, or second and five. Ball resting at the 48 yard line. Two receivers to the far side, two to the near side with Johnson in the backfield. Johnson's going to get the ball. He goes right up the gut and all the way down to the 42 yard line. That's going to be good enough for another first down for Xenia. So Xenia, hey, it's just usually the first series is usually the the series that uh, 
they usually score in the first first quarter. And then the defense tightens up. We'll see what happens tonight, though. Three receivers to the far side, two to the near side. McManus all alone in the backfield. McManus looking to the right. Has Johnson open at the 37-yard line. He goes out of bounds. It's going to be run out of bounds by uh, Derek Hobbs. So it's going to be second down and about six at the 38-yard line. 10.55 remaining here in quarter number one. No score, just underway here at Doug Adams Stadium. This time there is double tight ends. And this time uh, Johnson's going to get it. He's got the. He's going to be close to the first down. And they are going to give him the first down. So three first downs on this drive for the... For the Buccaneers, all the way down to the 32-yard line. Doug Adams Stadium is not on the campus of Xenia High School. It's located just east, or just uh, a little west of town, a little west of downtown on 35. Here's a handoff to Johnson once again. Johnson around the left side has some running room, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds at about the 23-yard line. That's going to be. Close to a first down, but looks like they're going to mark it about a yard short of the first down at the 23-yard line. 10-25 left here in this first quarter. No score. Xenia got the ball, and they have held it the entire quarter so far. McManus in the gun. They still have 12 seconds on the play clock. This time in the backfield is Isaiah Credit. There's a handoff going to Underwood. Underwood around the right side. But he is going to be close to the first down, but I don't think he got it. Did he get it? Don't know. There is a penalty marker down, though. And Xenia is walking backwards. Coach Maurice Harden is running out. Holding against the offense. They're going to mark it back to the 33-yard line, so it'll be second down and 11 from that point. Here come the Buccaneers going out wide to the left, or wide to the right is Underwood and Fishwick. One re- uh, Solis to the near side. And a fake handoff. McManus firing into the end zone, and he's got Fishwick for this touchdown. A 33-yard touchdown pass from McManus. To Fishwick. And here's the extra point, and it will be done by Sean Leonard. There's a kick, it is up, and it is good. 
And so 9.56 left here in this first quarter. Xenia 7 and Butler nothing back after this. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csoil.uso.org. Seven to nothing is our score. Xenia marches down the field. Their first uh, first possession, a 33-yard pass from McManus to Fishwick, and it's seven nothing. Leonard will kick it off and back deep for the Butler Aviators. Will be Austin Flory and Taven Crump, and here's the kick coming down to Crump on the near side. He bobbles it. Picks it up at the 70. He's to the 10 to the 15, 20. And all the way up to the 25-yard line. And that's where the Aviators will take over, first and 10. Otis Boyette made the stop. So it'll be first and 10 for the Aviators at their own 25-yard line. Luke Siebert and Kruger. Get the ball as they are huddling over on the far side. So here come the Aviators, trailing seven to nothing. In the backfield will be Caden Bates. He's the go-to guy. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near side, and that would be Alan Mabson, the second. Two receivers to the far side. I formation. Siebert under center. He's going to hand off up the middle. And it's going to go to uh, Donovan Collins. He's going to pick up about three. Second down and seven. Collins and Bates are in the eye. Over on the far side will be Braylon Crump, uh, Crump and Taven Crump. To the near side comes Mabson, or Mabson. Fumble, and it's going to be picked up by Xenia. Big cover territory at the 29 yard line. I didn't hear who got the ball, but Xenia's uh, got the ball in very good field position. There is Xenia territory in. Uh, Butler territory at the 29-yard line, so Gavin McManus has a chance to really open this game up already. 9-13 remaining here in this first quarter. 7-0 Xenia leading it. Two receivers going over to the far side, two to the near side with Johnson in the sidecar left. And a whistle, and what do we have here? One of the linemen has to come off. Number 65, and that was Gabe Funk. Had to come off for some reason. So the play clock is running, and 
McManus hands off to Johnson. Johnson's going to be stacked up at the, at the line, line of scrimmage. Enrique Lopez and also Berto Gill in on the stop for Butler. Pickup of uh, one, second down and eight. Ball will be placed at the 28-yard line, or second and nine at the 28-yard line. Just under nine minutes to go here in this first quarter. Zenia leading it 7 nothing as they march down the field on the their first possession here. McManus looking back, going down deep. He's got a man open it at the five into the end zone. Goes Fernande Henry, a 28-yard touchdown pass. Wait a minute, there's a flag down. <laughs> if this lady, if this, if this lady only knew that there was a live microphone right behind. An illegal uh, illegal player downfield for the for the Buccaneers, and it's going to knock it back to the 34 yard line. They're going to mark it at the 34 yard line. Second down and 15. Ball will be at the 34 yard line. And Johnson sidecar left. Got plenty of time. I think we can have some streamers here in front of us. <laughs> now they got to hurry. And Maurice Harden is going to call a timeout. We're going to take a timeout too. We'll be right back with more after this timeout. You're listening to the High School Game of the Week on the Gem City Sports Network. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. We do baseball also. And do you know that what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. Back here at Doug Adams Stadium on the in Xenia, Ohio, we uh, seven to nothing in favor of the Buccaneers. They took their opening kickoff all the way down from about the twenty-five yard line, all the way down. Scored on a thirty-three yard pass from McManus to Fishwick. They would have had a touchdown here, but a illegal man downfield has brought him back. Here's a handoff to Mc, to uh, Johnson. Johnson around the right left side and out of bounds at about the 25-yard line. It's going to be second or third down and about six. Speaking of Central State, they are down at Tuskegee, getting ready to take on the the Golden Tigers. And then next week they will be right back here at. McPherson Stadium to take on the Allen Yellow Jackets. So come on out and watch some good college football. There's a handoff once again to Johnson. Johnson up the middle. He's going to be pulled down from behind by Derek Hobbs. So it'll be fourth down and about two. Ball will be placed at the 22-yard line. And are they going to send in the field goal kicker, or are they going to go for it? 
That's a dilemma that yeah, I think they're going to go for it. They got plenty of time on the play clock. So here comes the play. Hand off to Johnson. Johnson up the middle. And he's going to be up to the third 20 yard line, but it's not going to be. It's going to be. Uh, they're going to hold. Butler's going to hold Xenia. And a turnover on downs. It's going to be first and 10 for the uh, Aviators at their own 20 yard line. So good job by the defense for the Aviators. Glad you can join us here on this Friday night, a gorgeous Friday night in Xenia, Ohio. As the Aviators and the Buccaneers do battle here on the gridiron, a mid or a Miami Valley League battle tonight. The uh, Troy Trojans are at Tippecanoe in the battle of the unbeatens in the other division. There's a handoff going up the middle, going to let's see who was that? That was. Uh, Ramel, Ramel Hayden carried the ball. Picks up about five, second and five. Ball at the 25-yard line with 7.23 and counting here in this first quarter. Hayden in the eye. Seibert hands off. And they and Ramel, or uh, Hayden fumbles it. Xenia picks it up. Xenia will have the ball first and 10 at the Butler 26-yard line. So two turnovers have killed the Aviators. So the Butler defense will have to step it up once again. 7-10 left in this first quarter. Each team has had the ball twice. Xenia scored once, and Butler has fumbled the ball twice. So McManus and company in great field position. Here's McManus going back to pass, looking downfield. Has a man open in the end end zone, and it's knocked away by Butler's Kwame Wheaton. A touchdown-saving bat out out of play. And it's second down and ten. He was going to Tremonde Hendry once again. And it was batted away by Wheaton. The second and ten ball at the 26-yard line. Two receivers to the far side. One to the near side in Henry. Here's a handoff. This time to Johnson. Johnson around the left side. And he's going to be pushed out of bounds at about the 12-yard line. Wheaton ran him out of bounds with 6.59 to go here in the quarter. And it's third down and one. Ball will be placed at the 17, 18-yard line. No, yeah, 18-yard line. They got the 12 on there. They got 12 on the scoreboard, but it's not. It's the 18. McManus in the gun. Johnson sidecar right. He's going to get the handoff. Goes up the middle. And has the first down and a mo- and more. So that's the fourth first down of the game for the Buccaneers. So first and ten, ball will be placed at the wait a minute. 
No, I take it back. Take away that first down. Penalty against Xenia. They're going to mark it back to the 22-yard line. Be second down and six now, or third down and six. So here comes McManus and crew. There's a handoff to Johnson. Johnson around left tackle. He's got some running room all the way down to the 10-yard line. He fumbles it. Picked up by Butler. And Butler will have the ball about their own 7-yard line. Time is called. and So Butler's going to get a turnover. And they're going to have the... Now they're consulting. And it is going to be Butler ball as, as Johnson fumbled it. So the the paying referees over on this side did not think it was a fumble. <laughs> if this lady only knew she was on the air. <laughs> Six twenty-two left in the first quarter. Seven to nothing. It could have been worse. Because so, uh, Butler fumbled the ball twice in their own territory and. Xenia, they were held on one and fumbled away the other. So Butler will have the ball first and ten. Ball will be at their own seven-yard line. In the backfield will be Hayden. It's time to hand off to Hayden. Hayden's going to go left side. And he's going to pick up maybe a yard. And a penalty marker comes flying in from the far side. Now, they do have a microphone. The, The referee does have a microphone. So we will hear him. So we'll hear what the official has to say. Dead ball. Personal foul. On the offense. Five yard penalty. So personal foul against the Aviators marks the ball back to the four yard line. <laughs> Second down and about four. Or 14 for the Aviators. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near side. The one to the near side is Avir Singh. The handoff to the running back up the middle, and he's going to pick up maybe two. And that would, was going to be Caden Bates. Pick up of two or three. No, it'll be third down and ten. Ball will be placed at the 12-yard 12 yard, 12 yard line with 5.45 left here in this first quarter. Xenia leading at seven to nothing. Siebert hands off. And going down in the backfield is Bates. Webb gets the gets the uh, tackle. Sideline warning against the Buccaneers. Next time it'll be a five-yard penalty. So 5:20 left here in this first quarter. 
as the Butler Aviators will punt it away. Fourth and ten. Ball will be at the 12-yard line. It's going to be a great night for football here tonight in Xenia. 70 degrees right now. Sun going down. Back deep for the Buccaneers will be Johnson standing at about his about the 45-yard line of Butler. Kicking it away will be Julius Rusk. Nice kick coming down to the far to the near side, and it goes out of bounds. I think they're going to mark it about the 40. They're going to start at the 40. They're going to mark it back to the Butler 45-yard line. That's where the Buccaneers will take over. First and ten with 4:55 left or 4:51 left in this first quarter. This woman is going to have a... She's going to be hoarse by the time this game's over with. So first and ten for the Buccaneers at the Aviator 45-yard line. Underwood and Fishwick are wide to the right. Hand off to Johnson. Johnson up the middle. He's got some running room. He's gone. He's to the 15-10-5. Touchdown. A 45-yard run. And that makes it now 13 to nothing. That'll send uh, Sean Leonard in to kick the extra point. Uh, we got a player down. We're going to take a quick break. break. Be right back after this. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And you know that what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. Enrique Lopez was injured on the play. He's walking off under his own power. And here comes the extra point. Leonard will attempt the extra point. Holding it will holding will be Aiden Solis. And a whistle and a penalty marker comes flying in from the far side. And once again, number 65 is coming off. No penalty. Is he, there's something wrong with Gabe Funk. I don't know what it is. They're telling him that they got he's got to get off the field. So here's Leonard for the extra point. High snap kick is up, and it is good. So, with 4.43 left here in this first quarter, it's the Buccaneers 14 and the 
Aviators, nothing. Next week, doubleheader action here on Radio 1. It'll be the Bradford Railroaders taking on the Dixie Greyhounds from Chief Brown Stadium in New Lebanon. And then on Saturday, it'll be the Allen Yellow Jackets taking on the Central State Marauders. Get a chance. Come on out and check these guys out. I think this is going to be one of the better teams that Central State has. They defeated Mississippi Valley State at the Chicago Classic on a 32-yard field goal by Jose Chairs, and then they got it. They got beat last week by the University of Dayton Flyers down at Welcome Stadium. So now they start league play. Now it's all. Now it counts for real. Here we go. Leonard will kick it off. Back beat will be going to be coming down. I can't see the kid's number. He's to the 10, number 11. And Taven Crump. Crump gets all the way up to the 30-yard line. That's going to be first and 10 for the Aviators at their own 30-yard line. 4.35 to go. And time called. There's an injured but, uh, Aviator down near the 48-yard line. Got to give these. Uh, Got to give these uh, trainers. Buccaneer fans, if you can't make it to the big game, be sure to follow all the action on Twitter at Genie Athletics. You can uh, you also like yeah, us on Facebook. Got to give those those Athletic. people a lot of credit because they do a hell of a job. They were out. Those uh, Butler uh, trainers were out there in a hurry. Xenia trainer comes over to help out, and. Uh, Really, all they want to do is wrap uh, ankles and make sure everybody's okay when they come off the field. And uh, but uh, they do a fine job. They do a great job. They don't get a lot of credit, but I tell you what, they do. A, they do a great job. And it doesn't matter what sport. It could be soccer. It could be volleyball, cross country, track, any sport. And they do a great job. So. Coming off, and he's being helped off, is Tyler Rosegard for the Aviators. And he is not putting any pressure down on his right leg at all. He's got a brace on there. That might be one of those things where he had a bad knee. And uh, maybe that was just a scare. I don't blame him for being a little nervous. Here come the Aviators, first and ten, at their own 31-yard line with 4.35 remaining here in this first quarter. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far side. This time, Seward's going back to pass. He's going to take it himself. He's to the 35, to the 40, 45, 50, and out of bounds at about the 41-yard line of the Buccaneers. They're going to mark it at the 40-yard line. So, Buccaneers are the Aviators in Buccaneer territory for the first time tonight. Coming to the near side will be Taven Crump and also Julius Rusk. One to the far side and Raven Crump. In the backfield will be Caden Bates. Siebert under center. Siebert's going to hand off to Bates. Bates is going to go right side. He's got a little running room. He's to the 30, 25, 20. 
Spin move, gets down to the 17-yard line. So Bates gets another first down. That's the second first down for the for the Aviators. They are moving the ball with 3.51 to go. They trail it 14 to nothing. This time they have a man, a fullback, in Sam Mitchell. Bates goes in motion, hand off to Mitchell. Mitchell up the gut, gets down to the third, uh, gets down to the 12-yard line to pick up a six, second down and four. Butler already already up to the line of scrimmage. They got two receivers going to the far side, one to the near side. With Bates in the eye, Mitchell the up back. Here come the Aviators up to the line of scrimmage. Siebert goes back, hands off to Bates. Bates is going to break through, get down to about the eight-yard line. That's going to be good enough for another first down. Ronnie Butler in on the stop. So it'll be first and goal. Ball will be at the nine-yard line with 2.48 remaining here in this first quarter. Xenia leading it 14 to nothing. Bates all alone in the backfield. Bates is going to get the ball and not go anywhere. He's going to pick up maybe one at the most, and it'll be second down and goal at the eight yard line. Second down and goal at the nine-yard line. Clock running with 2.05 left. I wonder if she was a cheerleader in high school. <laughs> Here comes Siebert looking around. He's kind of taking himself. Or no, now he throws it into the end zone. Touchdown. And it's going to go to... Number 23 and Julius Rusk. Seven yard pass. One forty eight left here in this first quarter. Kick is up, and it is through the uprights by Mason Reckner. I take that back. No, that was uh, Griffin Bradley. So now it is 14 to 7. Have the bands at halftime for you here at. uh, Doug Adams Stadium. They've held many, many of playoff games here. Now they got a new, brand new stadium to uh, to show off for this year. And I'm sure that they will get uh, quite a few of these uh, playoff games here at Doug Adams Stadium. They got a nice new press box. The press box that they uh, just tore down. <laughs> the windows didn't open it, but this one has a. This is this. I'll tell you what. This is a nice, nice press box. 
So back deep for the Buccaneers will be on the far side. It will be Juan Underwood and to the near side and number 21, Zane Mercer. Here we go. 148 left here in this first quarter. This could be a high scoring affair. End over and kick coming down to Mercer at this eight yard line. He's to the 10 to the 15, coming over to the near side to the 25. And thrown out of bounds by Donovan Collins. The ball went out of bounds, so I, I thought maybe a flag came in, but I'm not sure. For a horse collar, but I don't. No, that was just a beanbag that came out. So it'll be first and ten for the Buccaneers. Ball will be placed at their own 27-yard 27 line with 141 left here in this first quarter. Sun going down and the lights are starting to take effect here at Xenia High or in uh, Xenia. Handoff once again to Johnson. Johnson goes up the middle. And gets up to the 34-yard line to pick up the seven. Second and three. Second down and about three. Ball will be placed at the uh, 34-yard line. Johnson sidecar left. As they... All look over here. Three receivers to the far side. Nobody to the near side. Borzinia. Plenty of time on the play clock. They got 12 seconds left now. One minute left. Hand off Johnson once again. He comes over to the near side and going to be pushed out of bounds. He's going to be pushed out of bounds by Wheaton. And what are they going to mark it? They're going to mark it at the... 36-yard line on third and one. Third and one. Ball will be at the 36-yard line. Going over to the far side is Sean Fishwick as well as Elijah Withers. Two receivers to the near side with Johnson in the backfield. Johnson's going to get the rock once again. Johnson's got the first down and a lot more. It's all the way up to the 43-yard line. So another first down for the Buccaneers. So it's another first down, the fourth for the Buccaneers. It would be first and 10 at the 43-yard line with 38 seconds left. We'll get one more playoff here in this quarter. McManus in the gun. Johnson sidecar right. It's going to get fumble. And McManus fell back, fell on it at the 38-yard line. So it's going to be second down and long. It's going to be about second and 15. Or second and... Second and 16, I think. And, and that is the end of the first quarter. Your score, the Xenia Buccaneers 14 and the Butler Aviators 7. We'll be back with more after this timeout. You're listening to the High School Game of the Week on the Jet City Sports Network. This is what matters. 
This is beyond X's and O's. This is the difference mutual respect makes. This is what character looks like. This is what defines us in Ohio. This is sportsmanship. School sports. It's not the outcome that matters most, but the way the games are played. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious, and if you think I'm just going to keep ticking away, you're wrong. I can quit whenever I want, but I like my job. Just treat me better. Maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. After all, we're in this together. Don't let your heart quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Second and 15 for the Buccaneers at their own 38-yard line. Man going in motion now. McManus is going to fire down, and he's got a man up and on the far, near side. And Warren Underwood is all the way down to the 40-yard line of Butler. And that's going to be the fifth first down for the Buccaneers. So the Buccaneers moving the ball. That's first and ten. Ball at the Butler 40-yard line. Going over to the far side is Fishwick. And also Withers. There's a handoff to Johnson. Johnson off left tackle. Gets maybe two yards, and that's going to be all. Down to the 38-yard line. Braylon Crump got the tackle. See if we can grab some scores. Hopefully the Troy Tip score. Versailles leads Parkway 20 to nothing. Harrison over Clinton actually leads Harrison 7 to nothing. Fairmont over Springboro 7 to nothing in second quarter. That's some more coming up for you. Not only between now and the end of the quarter, but also at the half. McManus going back to pass. Fires over, over the middle. It's, t- it's intercepted by... It's going to be intercepted by Alan Mapes in the second. And a turnover, another turnover for the Xenia Buccaneers. That's their second. So the Aviators will take over first and 10 at their own 40-yard line with 10.55 remaining here in this first half. Brookville leads Madison 14 to nothing. Winton Woods all over Little Miami. Little Miami was a team that beat Xenia last year in the playoffs, and they have yet to win a game. They, they trail Winton Woods 28 to nothing in the first quarter. Mechanicsburg leads Catholic Central 14 to 6. West Liberty Salem leads Madison Plains 14 to 7 in the second quarter. Here comes Siebert and company. Man going in motion. Here's a handoff. And it's going to go right up the middle. And no, no, nothing going. Bates on the carry. Stacked up right in the line of scrimmage. A loss of one. Second and 11. Baden leads huge. 21-6. Centerville over Northmont, 7-0, second quarter. Troy 
Tippecanoe 7, Troy 6 in the second quarter. That's a big game up there in Miami County. Butler gets tipped next week. Here's a shot out into the flats. The base is going to be brought down at the five at the 35-yard line. A loss of four. It'll be third down and 15. So the Aviators are going the wrong way. Other scores: Bethel and Batavia no score. Or Bethel and Covington no score, I should say. Stebbins and Fairborn no score in the first quarter. Tri-County North leads Arcanum 22-0. Tri-County North, we've had them in the last two weeks. They scored a lot of points in the last two weeks. Cyber going back to pass, firing downfield, and it's incomplete. Almost intercepted by Luke Russell of Zenia. So it'll be fourth down and 15, and Butler will boot it away. And the wind is... There's hardly any wind out there right now, so... The, it's not going to be a factor. Except when we walk out of here and we freeze. Eaton leads Valley View 14-13. Springfield leads Beaver Creek 7-0. West Jefferson and Southeastern 14 apiece. Jackson over Ross 7-0. London beats is leading Graham's 21-0. We get some more scores at halftime. And a whistle, and we got a penalty marker down. Be a delay a game against the Aviators. So, Julius Rusk is going to have to punt it away again, only five yards deeper. Can't see who's back there. I think it's uh, Underwood. Underwood. Fair catch. He fumbles it, picks it up, falls on it at the 27-yard line. That went right through his arms and to the turf. And luckily he he fell on it. It's going to be first first and 10 at their own 27-yard line. Senior Buccaneers have it with 9.26 remaining here in this first, first half. Senior will have the ball, first and ten. Ball's to run 27-yard line. Here in the second quarter. 14-7, Xenia leading it. Here's a pitch going right to Solis. Solis around the left side. He's going to be stopped at the back behind the line of scrimmage. Mason loses his lid. Now he's got to sit out of a play. Loss of about three, second down and 13. Ball will be placed at the 24-yard line. And we got a player down for Xenia. And it looks like it's going to be a cramp on Solis. He's going to get up and walk off. He's walking off very gingerly. So he's off the he's off the field There's in a hurry. Ladies and gentlemen, buy your raffle tickets for a chance to win tickets to the Buckeyes game tomorrow. They're raffling off some tickets to the Buckeyes game tomorrow over at the shoe. Two receivers going over to the far side and 
Underwood and Henry. Johnson in the back, backfield, sidecar right. He's, McManus is going to keep it. He's to the 30, 35, and out of bounds at the 40. He's got a first down. So it's going to be another first down for the Buccaneers. So the sixth first down for Xenia here in this contest. It's going to be first and 10 at their own 41-yard line with 8.42 left here in this first half. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near side. Johnson sidecar right to McManus in the backfield. McManus fakes a handoff and fires over to Fishwick on the near side. He's going to pick up about six to the 47-yard line, so it's going to be second down and four at that point. They're going to mark it at the 47. Central State taking on Tuskegee tomorrow afternoon down in Tuskegee. Next week they'll have their home openers. They take on the Allen Yellow Jackets. Come on out and see some great college football out here in Xenia. Here's the handoff once again to Johnson. He's not good. They're going to mark it at the 50-yard line. Braylon Crump made the stop. It'll be third down and one. Ball will be resting right at midfield. Here come the Buccaneers up to the line of scrimmage. Third and one. I say it's going to be a handoff right to Johnson. Nope, this time it's going to be a pitch. And and they Butler read it as Sean Fishwick was dropped back at the 48-yard line. So it'll be fourth and three, and looks like Butler or Zinia might. Yeah, they're they're going to punt it away, put Butler way deep in their own territory. Seven minutes left here in this first half. Coming up at the half, we'll have the Butler band and also the Zinia marching band, as we like to showcase the bands at halftime. Whether it be here or at Central State. Because they work just as hard as everybody else. And sometimes even harder because some of these are show bands. And I think both these te- both these bands are show bands. So, good snap. Kick is away. Nice spiral coming down. And it's going to hit about the 17-yard line and go out of bounds at the 15-yard line. And that's where the Aviators will have the ball first and 10. See if we can get some other scores while we have a chance here. Defiance leads Lima Shawnee 14-0 in the second quarter. Up in Defiance. Springfield Shawnee leads Kenton Ridge 7-0. Xenia, of course, Xenia leads Butler 14-7. Upper Scioto Valley leads Ridgedale 20-7. Jonathan Alder all over Benjamin Ben Logan 42-0 in the second quarter. Here we go. Butler has the ball. Siebert's going to hand off to the first man through. And not going very far is the fullback on the play. And number 32 in A.J. Turner. A.J. Turner on the play. 
Pickup of one, second and nine. Ball will be placed at the 17-yard line with six minutes to go here in this first half. Siebert back up under center. Here's a fake handoff. Siebert going back to pass. Fires over to the far side. Has a man open. And that is going to be Julius Rusk, and that's going to be good enough for a Butler first down. The fourth first down for Butler with 5.47 to go. And the clock running. Two receivers over to the near side for Butler in Braylon Crump and Taven Crump. Over to the far side is Julius Rusk. Seibert coming back over to the near side to Crump. Taven Crump, and he gets knocked down at the 31-yard line, so no game. Solis in on the stop, second down and eight. Ball will be placed at the 31-yard line. Butler, they have the ball with five minutes to go here in this first half. They trail it by seven. And believe it or not, folks, it could have been worse. Each team has two turnovers. And Butler's turnovers came in Xenia territory. Or no, their own territory. Here, Throw down the field and incomplete. Pass is intended for Rusk. And it was broken up on the play. It's going to be third down. And eight at the 31-yard line. Took down the three light pole or the six light poles that have been here since the since they put this field together. Put up just two. Very nice, very nice stadium so far, and they're not done. Going to build a concession stand and a uh, restrooms and entrance over to the north side. Cybert fires downfield and it's knocked away. Pass intended for for uh, Braden Crump. It's knocked down by Aiden Solis. So it'll be fourth down for the Butler Aviators as they just could not get anything going here. 4.35 left here in this first half. Senior leading at 14-7. to Both uh, both teams got their points in the first quarter. So back beat to punt for the Aviators is Julius Rusk. Back deep is Juan Underwood, standing at about his own 35-yard line. Kick is away, and it's going to bounce and take a Butler bounce. That's going to go all the way down to the 27-yard line. That's where Zini will take over, first and 10, with 4.23 left here in this first half. Butler band getting ready on the far side. Xenia band down in the south end zone near State Route 35. So Butler, or I mean uh, Xenia, Carroll, Bradford, Welcome Stadium. Oh, Bradford's a brand new stadium. It's right behind their school. McManus going back to pass, firing downfield. He's got a man open. 
and Brody Miller. Miller gets all the way up to the, I take that back. That was uh, Tremonde Henry. The first down for Xenia. Looking at the wrong page. 4-10 to go here in this first half. First and 10 for the Buccaneers at their own 44-yard line. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far side. One man and a penalty marker down on the play. It's going to be a false start against the Buccaneers. They're going to mark it back five yards, back to the 39-yard line, so it'll be first and 15. First down and 15 at the 39-yard line with 3.57 remaining here in this first half. Butler trailing at 14-7. Xenia, they have the ball. Here comes... And another penalty marker comes flying in from the back judge. Another false start against Xenia. That's going to knock him back to the 34-yard line. It's going to be first and 20. They're going to get all the way up to the to the Butler 46-yard line. 3:48 left here in this first half. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far side. Johnson sidecar right. Man coming in motion is Fishwick. Johnson gets the ball, picks up eight, up to the 43-yard line. Be second down and about 12, or second and 11 from the 43-yard line of Xenia. Clock running. With 3.25 left here in this first half. Going over to the far side is Fishwick. Two receivers to the near side. McManus in the gun. Manis gets a good snap, fires across the middle, and in almost intercepted. Almost intercepted by Joey Love of the Aviators, and it's going to be third down and 11 from the 43-yard line of Xenia with 3.09 to go. Good crowd on hand on both sides of the field. Timeout called by Xenia. We're going to take a quick timeout. We'll be right back with more after this timeout. You're listening to the High School Game of the Week on Gem City Sports Network. Hey, sports fans. You all know Don Brown. He was born and raised here in the Miami Valley and have met many of you somewhere along the line as a player, coach, or sports broadcaster for WKEF and WRGT-TV. Sports has been a big part of his life and remains so today. So if your high school team, little league organization, or group wants to look good year-round, then look no further than Don Brown Sports. From spirit gear t-shirts, polos, or equipment embroidery, or screen printing, Don Brown Sports is your first and last stop. He's got big quality at minor league pricing. Feel free to get in touch with DB via email at dhkbrown1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Or feel free to call him at 937-430-3105. Don Brown Sports, a big league look for a minor league price. Yeah, back here at Doug Adams Stadiums in Xenia, Ohio. 14-7 is our score with 3.09 remaining here in this 
third quarter, or first quarter, I should say. Two receivers to either side. Johnson sidecar left this time. This time, McManus going back to pass. Has plenty of time. Fires over to the left side. Has a man open. And Juan Underwood, he goes out of bounds. And is he good at, close enough to the first down? I don't think so. He's about a yard, two yards short. So it's going to be fourth down. Ball will be placed at the 48. They got to get down to the 46-yard line. <laughs> the crowd don't like it over on this side, that's for sure. So the Buccaneers are going to go for it. McManus is still out there. Johnson's out there. Solis is out there. They're going to go for it. Fourth and two. Solis goes into motion. Hand off to McManus. And off to Johnson. Johnson has the first down and more all the way down to the 33-yard line. That is the eighth first down for the Buccaneers here tonight. So the first and ten ball will be placed at their uh, Butler 38-yard line. So it'll be another, it'll be a Buccaneer first down. First game we had this year was Greenview at Northridge, and that was uh, 28-14. After that, we've had some uh, running clock games. I don't think this is going to be one of them. Johnson getting the ball, still on his feet, and he's going to be thrown down at about the 34-yard line. Pickup of a five. Brought down by Sam Mitchell and a bunch of his buddies. Clock running with 2.15 to go. Scoring, all the scoring came in the first quarter. McManus threw a 30-yard or 33-yard pass to Fishwick to get the scoring started. There's a handoff once again to Johnson. Johnson goes left side. He's to the 30, to the 25, to the 20, and out of bounds. He goes at the 20-yard line. So it's going to be another Buccaneer first down. Their ninth. With a buck 54 to go. So the Buccaneers knocking on the door. First and 10 at the Aviator 24-yard line. Coming into the game for Xenia is Deontay White. As Elijah Johnson's going to get a breather. Over into the far side is Fishwick. Two, to the, two receivers to the near side. Handoff going up the middle, going over to the left side is is uh, White. White gets the first down, or he's close to the first down. And they're going to call it a first down, first and goal at the 10. So the Buccaneers... First and goal, ball will be at the 10-yard line. White in there, gets the handoff once again, goes up the middle. Going to be stopped by the middle of the line after picking up maybe two. White, the ball carrier, once again for the Buccaneers. Sam Mitchell came up with the ball, but it whistled down. 127 left. Zinger trying to get on the board here in the second quarter. Try to take it a twenty, a twenty, uh, or twenty-one to seven halftime lead, but it's not there yet. 
McManus back in the gun with now Johnson back in. And also <laughs> we have a whistle and a false start going against number 85 of the Buccaneers in Caden Jenkins. And he knew it. He could his he just kind of fell forward. They're gonna mark it back five yards, back to the thirteen yard line. So it'll be second and goal from the thirteen. There's a handoff to Mc, to Johnson. Johnson to the five and into the end zone for a touchdown. Johnson, his second touchdown of the game. That makes it now 20 to nothing. And that'll bring in Sean Leonard to boot the extra point. Holding will be Solis. 20 to 7 with 58 seconds left. Leonard trying to make it a 14 point lead and the kick is up and it goes all the way, almost all the way to Route 35. The kick is good. It is now Xenia 21 and Butler 7. We're going to keep it right here and like I said, coming up at the half, we'll give you some scores and some, uh, and the bands. Love giving the bands out. Sounds like the band's right below us, but I think it's the uh, PA. Wapakoneta leads Van Wert 28-6. Fairmont leads Springboro 10 to nothing at the half. Versailles 27 to nothing at the half over Parkway. Flint Massey 7, Harrison nothing at the half. Baden in the second quarter leads Hughes 28 to 6. West Liberty Salem leads Madison Plains 21 to 7. There we go. 58 seconds left here in this first half. Butler trying to get back into the end zone. On the near side is Austin Flory. Flory is going to get it at the three-yard line. Flory to the five, to the ten, coming to the near side, cuts upfield, and up to the 21-yard line. That's where the that's where the Aviators will take over first and ten. 52 seconds left. They're going to mark the ball at the 21. Where are they going to mark it? At the, they're going to mark it at the 21. First and 10 for Luke Siebert and company as they come out onto the field. 52 seconds remaining in this first half. Let's go, There's a handoff to the fullback. Caden Bates. Bates gets all the way up to the 42-yard line. Good enough for a first down for the Butler. Make it the 41-yard line with 42 seconds left. Time called. 
by Butler. Get some more scores for you. Mechanicsburg leads Catholic Central 21-6. Winton Woods still leads Miami, Little Miami 42 to nothing. Centerville over Fairmont or Northmont 7 nothing at halftime. Valley View leads Eaton 21 to 14 at the half. Miamisburg leads Wayne 17-13 at the half down at Miamisburg. Tippecanoe leads uh, Troy 7-6 at the half. McNicholas 41-0 over Roger Bacon. Tri-County North 22, Arcanum 12 at the in second quarter. Stebbins 27, Fairborn 7. There you go, DB. They're going to win one, looks like. Brookville 14, Madison nothing. Middletown Madison nothing in the second quarter. West Jefferson leads Southeastern 21 to 14 at the half. There we go. Butler back at the line of scrimmage. I formation for the Aviators. This time Siebert going back to pass, looking downfield. Fires downfield. Has a man open that. And did he catch it? So they say he caught it. They say uh, Traylon Traylon Crump caught it, but no, they, they said it bounced first. So it'll be second and ten. Looked like he caught it, though. But it must have short-hopped him. So it'll be second down and ten. Ball at the Butler 41-yard line. Siebert had the right idea. Can you believe this is already week five of the high school football season? We're halfway through after this game. Siebert going back, rolling to his right, fires downfield, and it is complete to Julius Rusk. It's going to pick up about seven, second down, or third down and three with 30 seconds left. He went out of bounds, so it stops the clock. We will be at Dixie again next week as the Greyhounds host the Railroaders of Bradford. Two teams that they were they lost like 15 in a row, and then they Bradford's three and one coming into this week. Dixie is two and two. Here's a handoff to Bates. Bates goes the right side, cuts up the field, and all the way down to the 41 yard line or 44 yard line of Xenia. So another first down with 24 seconds left. Clock is running. And timeout is called by who? Butler. Butler calls a timeout with 17 seconds to go. Some other scores. London 35. Graham nothing in the second quarter. Jackson over Ross. 17 nothing in the second quarter. Halftime score. Alter leads Bellbrook 14 to 3. Chaminade Julianne leads Edgewood 21-7 at the half. Springfield Shawnee leads Kenton Ridge 15-0 in the second quarter. Ansonia leads Tri-Village. In a, that's going to be the battle for uh, the uh, Western Ohio Athletic Conference championship right there. It's 16-15 Ansonia over Tri-Village. Upper Scioto Valley leads uh, Ridgedale 20-7. At the half, Elida 14-7 over Bath at the half. Monroe leads or trails Washington Courthouse 14-7 at the half. Greenview 
Leeds Triad, 13-0 at the half. Fort Laramie over Meadowdale, 21-0 at the half. Urbana leads North Union. Here we go. Siebert up underneath center. Siebert going back to pass, looking downfield. Has some running room. Fires downfield, and it's going to be knocked away. Looks like it's knocked away by Trenton Lee. Knocks it away with nine seconds left in this first half. The second and ten. Ball would be placed at the Zenith 44-yard line. Second down and ten. Just nine ticks of the clock. We'll have all the scores for you right after the at halftime. But the bands take center stage at half. We'll give you the scores once once the bands are finished. Siebert back to pass, firing downfield, and a pass interference call is going to come against the Buccaneers as looks like it's number 20 and Tremonde Henry did everything he could to keep the receiver from Butler. So it's a 15-yard penalty from the 44-yard line. So they're going to mark it all the way down to about the 29-yard line. So one more play for Butler to get it into the end zone. First and 10 at the Xenia 29 with two seconds left in this first half. Time called once again by Butler. That'll, That'll be their third timeout of the half, so... Today's game is being brought to you by Profiler Performance Products, by Don Brown Sports Apparel, a big league look for a minor league price, by McAfee Heating and Air, any season, any time, McAfee, by Profiler Inc., by the USO, by a Special Wish Foundation of Dayton and Southwest Ohio, and by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. You know, we've been doing this for 11 years now, and... Uh, I've had a great time doing it. I like coming out, doing high school football, basketball, baseball, the college ranks with Central State, baseball with UD. As a matter of fact, we've got a UD baseball game coming up in October. That's right, in October down at UD. So, uh, oh, they're going to try a long field goal here. They're going to try a 46-yard field goal. Who's going to try that? That is going to be uh, Griffin Bradley, a 46-yard field goal. There's a kick. It looks like it, and it's not going to make it. And real short, and that's going to do it for the first half. Your score, Xenia 21 and Butler 7. We'll be back with the bands right after this. You're listening to the High School Game of the Week on the Gem City Sports Network. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, 
anytime. McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. We know that... Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Yeah, back here at Doug Adams Stadium. We're getting set for the bands. We're going to have two good bands here today. The Butler Band, they are a competition band, as well as the Xenia Buccaneer Band. So I uh, hope you enjoy the halftime show of the Butler Aviators coming up first. Getting all their equipment set up right in front of us. Next week we'll be at Dixie High School with the Bradford Railroaders and the Dixie Greyhounds. Following that, we will be at Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, to the welcome Stadium with Dunbar and Meadowdale. The marching aviator under direction of Dan Brinker, assistant director John Rahilly, and guard director Matty Blomo will be performing the first portion of their competition show titled A Roll of the Dice. They will be traveling to Lakota West tomorrow for their competition and will perform at 8.15 p.m. with awards at 9.45 p.m. Later this season, they will be performing at the West Paramount Lebanon and at the Buckeye Invitational on October 14th. This show includes music from Beethoven and Schubert and is under baton of drum major Ryan Miller and assistant drum major Teresa Tickner. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, please welcome the 2023 Marching Aviators.
There you have it, the Butler Aviator Marching Band. Next up will be the Xenia Marching Buccaneers and some scores while they get set up. Wapakoneta leads Van Wert in the third quarter, 28-6. 10-nothing Fairmont over Springboro in the tenth, or in the, uh, third quarter. Clinton Massey leads Harrison 7-0 in the first half, or at halftime. Versailles leads Parkway 27-0 in the third quarter. Baden, Hamilton Baden leads, uh, Hughes 28-6 at the half. Brookville over Middletown Madison 14-0 in the third quarter. Mechanicsburg leads Catholic Central 21-6 at the half. Winton Woods all over Little Miami in the second quarter 49-0. Northmont trails Centerville in the third quarter, seven to nothing. Valley View over Eaton, twenty-one to fourteen at the half. Minusburg seventeen, Wayne thirteen at the half. West Liberty Salem leads Madison Plains, twenty-one to seven at the half. Tippecanoe seven, Troy six at the half. McNicholas leads Roger Bacon, thirty-five to nothing at the half. Tri County North at the half leads Arcanum, twenty-two to twelve. And here we go with the. Buccaneer Marching Band from Xenia High School.
They have the Xenia Marching Band. As they come off the field, the players are coming back onto the field for the second half. We'll be back with some scores right after this. You're listening to the High School Game of the Week on the Gem City. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website at specialwishdayton.org or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3 and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. This is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. We do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. Interscholastic Sports Club, the last class. And back here at Doug Adams Stadium on, in Xenia, Ohio, we are set, getting set for second half action. There's some other scores from around the area. Fairmont leads Springboro 10 to nothing in the third quarter. Clinton Massey leads Harrison 7 to 6. West Liberty Salem 28 to 7 over Madison Plains in the third quarter. At the half, uh, Mechanicsburg leads Catholic Central 21 to 6. Winton Woods all over Little Miami 49 to nothing. Uh, Northmont takes the lead over Centerville 13 to 7. Valley View at, over Eaton uh, 21-14. Miamisburg and Wayne still the same score 17 to 13. Versailles all over Parkway 34 to 7. McNicholas all over Roger Bacon at the half 35 to nothing. Tippecanoe leads Troy 13-6 in the third quarter. Uh, Tri-County North leads uh, Arcanum 22-12 at the half. Bethel over Covington 15-0 at the half. Um, Stebbins over Fairborn in the third quarter, or second quarter, 27-7. West Jefferson leads uh, Southeastern 28-14. London over Graham 35-0. Ross, Hamilton Ross trailing Jackson 24 to 7. 
Alder, 20, uh, 14. The Bellbrook Golden Eagles, 10. Uh, Chaminade Julianne leads Edgewood, 21 to 7 in the fourth quarter. Shawnee, Springfield Shawnee, 20, or 15 nothing over Kenton Ridge. Ansonia, 16 to 15 in the fourth quarter over Tri Valley, Tri Village. Defiance over Lima Shawnee, 30 to nothing in the fourth quarter. Upper Scioto Valley leads Ridgedale, 20 to 7 in the third quarter. At the half, Washington leads Monroe, 14 to 7. Third quarter, Greenview leads Triad, 19 to nothing. Fort Laramie leads Metterdale, 28 to nothing. St. Mary's over Ottawa Glandor, 28 to 7 in the third quarter. Fairbanks over Greenan, 19 to 7 at Fairbanks in the third quarter. Wilmington over Aiken, 28 to nothing. Northeastern over Cedarville, 14 to 7 in the third quarter. That's a good one over there in uh, that is over in Springfield at Northeastern High School. Northwestern leads uh, Tecumseh 7 to nothing at the, in the third quarter. Sydney all over West Carrollton, 36 nothing at the half. Mount Healthy over Fenwick, 14 to 10. Uh, Franklin leads Carlisle, 26 to nothing at in the third quarter. Urbana leads North Union, 10 to nothing in the third quarter. Scioto East trailing Bradford, 34 to 22. So there's your scores. Well, Bradford and Dixie next week, right here on the Gem City Sports Network. So here we go. Butler will get the ball to start the second half. They will be going from left to right on your dial. Back deep for the Aviators. Will be uh, Austin Flory is one of them. I can't see the number on the other. There we go. Senior will boot it away, going from left, from right to left on your dial. Kick coming down, and it's going to be a short one. Picked up by the up man on, uh, picked up by number eleven in. Craven Crump. Crump gets all the way up to the 35-yard line. And that's where the Aviators are going to take over. First and 10. They trail it 21-7. The scoring went like this. McManus threw a 33-yard pass to Bishwick. Leonard made the extra point. 7-0. 7-0 in favor of Xenia. Then Johnson ran it in from 45 yards. Leonard made the extra point. 14-0 in favor of the Buccaneers, and then Seibert threw a seven-yard pass to Rusk to, in the four, first quarter. That made it 14-7. After was the end of the. That was the way the score or the game finished in the first quarter. And then Johnson a 13-yard run, 21-7. After the extra point was good. There's a handoff going up the middle. It goes to goes to Bates. Bates gets all the way. Up to the 49-yard line. That's going to be another first. That's going to be good enough for a first down. They had six first downs in the first half. Zini had nine. First and ten. Ball at the 49-yard line on the first play of the second half for Butler. Once again, they throw over to the far side. They got a man open. And Corey Rice. Rice gets all the way down to the... They're going to mark it at the 36-yard line. So another first down for Butler. So they're moving the ball. They're going to mark it at the 36-yard line. First and 10. 11:27 remaining here in quarter number three. I don't think it's going to be a running clock tonight. 
had the last three games were running clocks. The Trouble Shawnee Tri-Village game, the Tri-County North, Dayton Christian, and Tri-County North, and offside going against Xenia. And last week, Tri-County North and Dixie. Five-yard penalty. So five-yard penalty will mark it up, or mark it down to the 31-yard line. Butler trying to get on the board early here in this third quarter. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far side. Hand off to Bates. Bates goes up the middle, and he stopped right at the line of scrimmage. He'll maybe pick up one yard down to the 30-yard line. So it'll be second down and four at the 31-30. Ronnie Butler in on the stop for Xenia. Xenia dressed in her blue jerseys with white numbers. Butler in their white jerseys with purple numbers and gold trim. Seibert Seibert goes over to the near side and has Crump. Crump Crump gets down to the 25-yard line. Making the 26-yard line. It's going to be close to a first down. So they're about a half a yard short of the first down. Third down and probably about a foot. 10.30 left here in this first half, or third quarter. Seabird under center. It's going to hand off and a whistle, and it's going to be a false start against the Aviators. So that'll be third down and six. Ball will be placed at the 32-yard line. Aviators have the ball. They got the ball to start the second half. 10-18 left here in our third quarter. Cybert hurrying up his troops to the line. He's got a little bit of time left. Cybert looks over to his left side, has a man in it, drops it. Dropping it was uh, Corey Rice. So it'll be fourth down for the Aviators. No win to speak of, so it'd be a long field goal for the Butler kicker if they choose to to do so. But Siebert's staying out there, as is uh, Bates. The two receivers going to the far side, one to the near side, and Alan Bates at the second. Here we go. Cyber going back to pass. And he's going to be, he breaks away. And it looks like we're going to have another penalty. He's got the first down, down to the 15, down to the 10, down inside the 10, down to the 8-yard line. But it's going to come back. Block below the waist. And that's a, that is a definite no-no in high school football. They mark they, the flag is laying at the 42-yard line, so I think it's going to be a 15-yard penalty from that point. Or no, it's going to be a 15-yard penalty from the spot of the so they're going to mark the ball at the 46 and a half yard line. They got to get all the way down to the 26 or 27. So it's second, fourth and 19. 
from that point. So Butler's going to decide to kick it. They think that would be a smart move. Fifteenth the consecutive regular season win tonight. Back deep. Back deep for the Buccaneers is Zane Mercer standing at about his nine yard line. Low snap. Kick is away. And it's going to bounce at the 11 and roll out of bounds at about the five yard line. So that's where the Buccaneers will take over. First and 10 with 9.17 remaining here in this third quarter. 21-7 is our score. Butler trailing. Butler coming into this game with a record of 2-2. Two 2-1 and two. Two and one in the conference. Xenia is 3-0 and oh in the conference. 4-0 overall. And at last check, Tippecanoe was leading Troy 13-7. Butler's in Troy's conference, Troy in Tip's conference. As a matter of fact, Butler has to play Tip next week at home. There's a handoff to Johnson. Johnson up the middle. Going to pick up about three yards up to the left yard line. Be second down and about seven from the nine yard line. Or make it the eight yard line, I'm sorry, eight. Vito Gill on that tackle. Under nine minutes to go here in the second or third quarter. Johnson in the behind McManus now. Two receivers over to the near to make it three receivers over to the near side. None to the far side. McManus gets the snap, hands it off to Johnson. Johnson goes right goes right side. Gets all the way up to the twenty. Gets all the way up to the. 13 yard line. That is close Donovan to a first down, but a yard short. Donovan Collins. Donovan Collins in on the stop for the Aviators. Third down and looks like two or long one for Xenia. 8.05 remaining here in this third quarter from Doug Adams Stadiums in Xenia, Ohio. It's a real. It's it's a brand new stadium, to be honest with you. There's a handoff to Johnson. Johnson is not going to make the first down. If he did, I'd be surprised. He's going to be about a yard short of the first down. It'll be fourth down. And the punting unit for the Buccaneers is going to come in. So Butler holds him. Nice defensive move for the Butler Aviators. Going back deep for Butler. Traven Crump back deep for Butler standing in about his 48-yard line. Good snap. Punt is away as the Aviators come flying after him. It's going to be picked up at the 30 three-yard line. Crump coming around on the near side and gets all the way up to the 41-yard line. And that's where the Aviators will take over. A good field position at their own 41-yard line. So first and 10, ball at the 41-yard line. See, we're going to keep keep an eye on the uh, Troy tip game. 
if we can find it again. Del Fountain leads Indy 19 or 27 to 19. Jonathan all over Ben Logan 49 to nothing. I'm gonna re- redo this and see if I can find that tip score. Here come the Aviators, first and ten. Ball will be at the 41-yard line, their own 41-yard line. Fourth quarter, tip 13, Troy 6. Siebert going back to pass and almost tackled in the backfield, but he gets back up to the line of scrimmage as Siebert breaks away from one tackle. Second and 10. Second and 10 for the Aviators. I'm going to say he got one, second and nine, with 6.33 remaining here in the second half, or uh, third quarter. High formation for the Aviators. Seibert going back to pass, hands off to Hayden. Hayden gets all the way up to about the 49-yard line of Xenia, and looks like he's just about a half a yard short of the first down. So second, or third, third down and one. Ball will be placed at the just on the south side of the 50 yard line. Third one for the Aviators at the senior side of the 50. Siebert underneath center. He's going to hand off. And they may not have gotten the first down. Getting the ball was uh, Hayden. Don't know if they got it or not. They're going to take a good look at it. From here, it doesn't look like they got it. But they're going to bring the chains out just to make sure. 5.42 left in the third quarter. So they're going to bring the chains in from the far side. here and it looks like they got it they are just about a foot short about a foot short of the first down so it'll be fourth and a foot for the aviators and they will probably go for it 542 left here in this third quarter they trail at 21 to 7 all the scoring came in the first half. Zinni led 14-7 at the end of the first quarter. 21-7 at the at the half. Seibert back under under center. Eye formation with Hayden in the back in the eye. Here the crowd coming alive on the near side for the Buccaneers. Seibert's going to keep it. He's got the first down. Quarterback by on the quarterback keeper, Seibert. and it's going to be first down for the Aviators at the senior 47-yard line. Miamisburg still leads Wayne 17-13 down there at Harmon Field, or 
No, it's not Harmon. I forget what it is called. Down here in Mimesburg. Nice stadium down there. It's all stadium seating, too. Sabert going back to pass. Fakes a handoff. Now he's, just, he's going to run it himself. He's to the 45 to the 40. 35 down to the 33-yard line. Makes the 32-yard line. Another first down for the... Another first down for the Aviators. That's their fourth on this drive. They have got uh, 10 for the night. Five minutes and counting here in the third quarter. Yeah, it's fourth and a foot at the... Just... Just on the north side of the 49-yard line. They had to get to the 49. Siebert took a quarterback keeper and got the first down. He's underneath center once again with Hayden in the eye. Going back to pass to Siebert. Firing downfield. Looking and it's in and out of the hands of the defender. Trevante Henry. Henry broke it up, so it's second down and 10 at the 33-yard line of Xenia. Good crowd on hand here at Xenia. I guess when you got an undefeated team, you're going to get the crowds. Or if you got a good team, period, you're going to get the crowds. Centerville leads 14-13. Ball given to Sam Mitchell. He's brought down by number four, Kale Webb. Ball brought down to the 27 yard line. Third down at about four. Third down at about four. Ball will be at the 27 yard line of Xenia. Siebert under center once again. Hebert hands off. This time to Hayden. Hayden coming to the near side. He's going to be brought down at the 25-yard line. Pick up the two. And it's going to be fourth down and about two from the 25. Down the so what do the aviators do? It looks like they are going for it. Siebert's still out there. So is Traven Crump. Bates. Crump going to the far side. One receiver to the near side. Zini trying to hold here. And Siebert hands off to Bates. Bates gets down to about the 24-yard line. He's close to the first down. Zini set, or there it goes. We're still, Xenia's going to get the ball. They held They couldn't have been no more than a foot or a half a yard short of the first down. Brookville all over Madison, 28 nothing. Madison has turned things around down there. They couldn't, they were really bad. Tippecanoe 13, Troy 12 now in the fourth quarter. Barnburner up at Tip City Park. Here come the Buccaneers. First and ten. Ball will be placed at their own 24-yard line. McManus back in the gun with Johnson sidecar left. This time, going to fire over to the near side. Has a man open. And Juan Underwood. Underwood goes out of bounds at the 33-yard line. 
pick up of about seven or eight, second down, and make it pick up a nine, second and one. Come the Buccaneers up to the line of scrimmage with 3.06 remaining here in this first half, for third quarter. 63 degrees right now here at Doug Adams Stadium. Here's a handoff to Johnson. Johnson sidesteps one guy, goes all the way over to the far side, cuts up the field, and runs out of bounds at about the 42-yard line. That's good enough for a senior first down. There's a flag on the play. Oh, wait a minute. Penalty marker down. Looks like Zini's walking backwards. Ball will be placed at the 43-yard line as of right now. The officials are discussing it right about the 42. And here's the call. Illegal blind five block on the offense. 15-yard penalty from the spot. You play second down. 15-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. It goes all the way back to the 28-yard line. A 15-yard penalty at at that. So second down and about seven from the 28-yard line. Make it second and six. They got to get to the 34. Johnson going in motion to the far side. He's going to be in the slot this time. McManus all alone in the backfield. McManus gets the snap. Going back to pass. Has plenty of time. Steps up in the pocket. Fires across. Tried to hit Johnson at the 45, but it was broken up on the play by Sam Mitchell. And illegal man downfield. Ineligible man downfield against the Buccaneers. Zinia just may, can't, may decline that one. Let's see what the official says. So Butler declines it. It's going to be third down and eight at the 28-yard line with 2.50 to go here in this third quarter. Nobody has scored 21 to 7 here in this third quarter. Barn burner here at Doug Adams Stadium between the Butler Aviators and the Xenia Buccaneers. It's Troy Tip and Butler in the top three. Johnson in motion there. Oh! Fishwick has it. He got blasted. By Austin Flory back at the 24 yard line after he caught the ball. Now they're going to rule it incomplete. It'll be fourth down. Oh, wait a minute. They're moving the sticks. So Crump's going back deep for the Aviators, standing in about his own 39 yard line. Sean Leonard will kick for the Buccaneers. And Sean Leonard will kick for Xenia with 2.42 remaining here in this. Third quarter, 21-7 Xenia leading it. Detroit is 3-0 in the conference, 4-0 overall. Tippecanoe is 3-1 overall. And a block punt picked up 
And Butler's going to have great field position at their at the senior 15-yard line. Austin Flores blocked that punt. And it's going to be first and 10 at the 15-yard line of Xenia for the Butler Aviators. I hope the rest of our games this year are just as good as this one. Next week, we've got Bradford at Dixie. Those teams are coming alive. Both teams were really bad. I mean, Bradford, they almost didn't have a team last year. Now they got enough players that they're playing a pretty much a non-league schedule. They're part of the Northwest Ohio Athletic Conference. Siebert back in underneath center. He's going to hand off this time to Bates. Bates up around the right side. He's to the 10. He's to the 5. He's into the end zone for a touchdown. Number 15, Stephen Bates in the end zone for Butler. Bates, a 15-yard run. And that makes it now... 20, uh, 21 to 13. 229 left in the third quarter. So here's the extra point. Kick is up and it is through the uprights. So Bradley makes it now 21 to 14. We'll be right back with more after this. Why are interscholastic sports called the last classroom of the day? Because they teach students important life lessons like teamwork, accountability, and perseverance. School sports are so much more than a game. They're about developing the whole person. That's why they're an essential part of every student's education. Encourage your student to participate in the last classroom of the day. Interscholastic sports in Ohio. This message presented by the OHSAA and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Back deep for the Buccaneers will be uh, Zane Mercer. And looks like uh, Juan Underwood. 2.29 left. Bates on a 15-yard run makes it a ball game, 21-14. Butler came into this game with a record of 2-1. and one. They were in third place all alone. Greenville and Piqua are 0 and 3. They have yet to win a game, and I think they were playing tonight. Butler will kick it off. Zini was in first place at 3 and 0. Sydney 2 and 1. Ball coming out to the far side. To Mercer, he's to the at picks up at the 13, coming over to the near side at the 20, and that's where he's going to stop. Be stopped by the Aviators. The Aviators are getting have that and momentum going on, for them. So Collins in on the stop for the Aviators. It'll be first and ten for the Buccaneers at their own twenty yard line with two twenty two left here in this first half or third quarter. If you want to check out all the scores, I'll have it up for you later tonight on the Gem City Sports Network's Facebook page. There's a handoff this time to Johnson. Johnson around the left side. He's to the 20, 25, and a penalty marker comes flying in from the referee. Back at the 16-yard line. 
He's run out of bounds by Kwame Wheaton. Holding against Zinia is going to march them back 10 yards. So it'll be first and 20 back at the 10-yard line. Borzinia with 2.16 left in the third quarter. Here come the Aviators. McManus going to fire downfield. He's got a man open uh, in and out of the hands of Tremonde Henry. He had a step on Kawame Wheaton. He would have still been running. 2.10 left now. Second down and 20 at the 10-yard line. Week five of the high school football season. Glad you can join us here on the Gem City Sports Network. Next week we'll be at Dixie. And then two weeks down at Welcome Stadium. Here's a handoff to Johnson. Johnson comes around the near side and gets up to the 15, a pickup of five. It'll be third down and 15. At the 15, they're going to mark it at the 16-yard line. So it's second down and 14, or third down and 14. For the Buccaneers, they lead it 21 to 14. Butler's got that momentum going for him right now. The defense can stop this this drive. It'll be a big boost for that offense. Ten seconds left on the play clock. Seven, six, five. They gotta hurry it up. And they did another. Maurice Harden, he's getting a workout today. He called timeout. We're going to take a quick timeout back after this. Hey, everyone. Let's all stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see? Every moment can be kind of special. But it can be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments. It doesn't matter. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. One twenty-two left in this third quarter. 21-14, Butler or Xenia leading it. Here come the teams out onto the field. Fairmont leading Springboro 10-7 in the fourth quarter. Northmont Centerville one-point lead for Centerville. Lamisburg 24-19 over Wayne. That would be an upset there. McManus back in the gun with Johnson's sidecar left on. Clock running down to four seconds. He gets the snap. McManus looking back downfield, firing down deep. And it's incomplete. 
And uh, the pass was intended for Fishwick, and it's fourth down. Nice defensive stop by the Aviators, so that momentum has really shifted from the west side of this field to the east side. 115 left in the third quarter, so it's going to be an exciting fourth quarter, believe me. Come the comes the punt. Good snap. The kick is away. They almost blocked it again. This time coming down, and it's going to go out of bounds. At the punt goes out of bounds at the Butler 40 yard line. They're going to mark it at the 40. So it'll be first and ten for the Aviators at their own 40 yard line. Taven Crump just let it go out of bounds. With 108 to go here in this third quarter. 21-14 is our score. It's getting chilly out there. 63 degrees. But we'll take it. It's a great night for football here in Xenia, that's for sure. Around the Miami Valley, not a cloud in the sky all day. There come the Aviators. High formation. Zebra going back to pass. Fires downfield and it's incomplete. Intended for Taven Crump. So it is second down and 10 at the 40 yard line of Butler with 101 to go here in the third. Brookville over Madison, 28-14 in the fourth. In the fourth quarter, Tippecanoe 13, Troy 12. We got a barn burner going right here at, or at uh, Doug Adams Stadium. Here's a handoff going to Bates. Bates tries to break through, picks up maybe two yards up to the 42-yard line, so it'll be third down and eight. Freeman in on the stop for the Buccaneers. It's becoming a dogfight here. 40 seconds left in this third quarter. Butler got on the board on a 15-yard run by Caden Bates. That made it 21 to 14. 25 seconds left. 11 seconds on the shot on the play clock. Bates or Seaver going back to pass. Eludes one man. Gets down to up to the 41. And that was all the pressure he was going. Knocked down by Ronnie Butler. It's going to be third down at the lost nine. Or lost uh, one. It would be fourth and nine. And that, no, he's, and that's going to do it. Here in the third quarter. Your score at the end of three quarters of play. Senior 21 and Butler 14 will be back for the fourth quarter right after this. Hey sports fans, you all know Don Brown. He was born and raised here in the Miami Valley and have met many of you somewhere along the line as a player, coach, or sports broadcaster for WKEF and WRGT TV. Sports has been a big part of his life and remains so today. So if your high school team, little league organization, or group wants to look good year-round, then look no further than Don Brown Sports. From spirit gear t-shirts, polos, 
or equipment embroidery or screen printing, Don Brown Sports is your first and last stop. He's got big quality at minor league pricing. Feel free to get in touch with DB via email at dhkbrown1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Or feel free to call him at 937-430-3105. Don Brown Sports, a big league look for a minor league price. To the fourth quarter we go. Butler will boot it away, fourth and nine, at their own 41-yard line. The final 12 minutes left in this one. Back deep is Zane Mercer for the Buccaneers. Low snap, but the kick is away. Fair catch by the by Mercer, and he's going to let it drop. It's going to be held on at the or down to the 22-yard line. Oh, the Buccaneers will take over first and ten. Here come the Buccaneers to the line of scrimmage. There's a handoff to Johnson. Johnson up to the 25. Pick up about three, second down, and about seven. Number four, Sam Mitchell. Number 33, Derek Hobbs. This is time on the field. Timeout on the field. Trying to get the announcer's attention with this tip score. So timeout on the field. Your score, 21-14 with 11.23 to go as uh, Jose injured Aviator. He is now off the field. So here we go. Two receivers going over to the far side. One to the near side. Man in the backfield is Elijah Johnson next to McManus. McManus hands off to Johnson. Johnson goes up the middle, and he's going to get up to about the 28-yard line, and that's about it. Be third down and about four from that point. third down and four is Vito Gill. Gill in on the stop for the... Aviators. So third down and four. Clock running with 10.45 left here in this fourth quarter. Buccaneers trying to add to their lead, but Butler's got something to say about it. McManus firing down, and it's incomplete. Pass was intended. Looks like it was for Underwood. And it's incomplete, and the Buccaneers will boot it away. See the student section over there on the far side of Butler. Good good crowd over there for that. And I don't see it. Student section over here. Yeah, there it is. All the way down at the other end of the field to our right. 
So back deep for the Aviators is Taven Crump. Standing at about his 35-yard line. Bad snap. And wait a minute. Whistles are all over the place. Whistles coming in. There's a penalty marker down, and it looks like it's going to be... What is it? Time or the play clock ran out, so it's a delay of game. It's going to mark it back five yards. It's going to be fourth and nine. They're going to put the ball at the 23 yard line. So, two men back now for the Aviators. Good snap, punt away. Ball coming down and picking it up will be Crump. Crump to the 50, to the 45. He's got some running room. To the 30, to the 20, to the 15, and out of bounds at about the 9-yard line. No penalty markers down. So the Aviators knocking on the door. They are going to be first and goal at the 9-yard line of Xenia. Xenia trying to win their 15th straight game in in the regular season. They last lost to Sydney back at the end of 2021. They ran through the gauntlet last year until they ran into Little Miami. We had that game for you here on Gem City Sports Network. Butler's going to go for two. Or no, they aren't. Hand off. I thought they scored. My bad, folks. Bates with the carry. No gain. Second down and goal at the nine-yard line. Siebert running up to the line of scrimmage real quick. He's got plenty of time. He's just got 25 seconds left on the play clock. 9.47 to go. Butler knocking on the door. There's a fake handoff. Siebert's going to keep it himself. He finds a man wide open in the end zone. And that was <laughs> number 83. And I don't know who 83 is. That was a nine-yard pass. So that makes it now 21-20. Kick is up, and it is good. And we are tied at 21 apiece. Well, it's 9.33 left. Pass was complete to Devon Smith. So 
So we're tied at 21 now. We got a heck of a ball game here, folks. Brown is setting up kick for Butler. So. Underwood and Mercer will receive for the Buccaneers. Mercer and. Can't see the other number. I think it's Underwood. Back deep for Xenia. 9.33 left in this one. Here's the kick. End over end kick coming down onto the far side. Picked up by Mercer. Mercer goes left side. All the way up to the 31 yard line. Mercer That's where Xenia will take over first and 10. To the 30 yard line for the Buccaneers. They're going to mark it at the 30. In fact, we'll find by number 9, Brady, Braylon Trump. So a nine-yard pass from Seward to Devon Smith makes it now 21-21 after the extra point was good. There's a run up the middle by Johnson. Johnson gets all the way up to the 37-yard line. Johnson on the carry for Zinnia. Clock continues to run. Here come the Buccaneers up to the line of scrimmage. There's a handoff to Johnson. Johnson goes up the middle. He's going to be stopped at about the 38-yard line. He's going to be about a yard short of the first down. Stebbins 30, Fairborn 7. They got a barn burner going up at Tri-County North. 36-32 in the fourth quarter, Tri-County North leading. Still trying to find this Ringfield all over Beaver Creek. Final score 49 nothing. Final score tip 13, Troy 12. Johnson's going down and it may not be a first down. He's stopped by number five, Alan Manson. So it'll be fourth and one at the 39-yard line. Troy has lost to tip, 13 to 12. (laughs) Xenia fans not happy with that call. They're going to punt it away. Punting it away will be Sean Leonard. Going back deep for the Aviators is Austin Flory. And time called by the... Buccaneers, we're going to take a quick timeout too. Be back after this. Your score 21 21 with 7.28 to go here in the fourth quarter. Back after We this. know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. 
any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. Back here at Doug Adams Stadium, Xenia will punt it away. Austin Flory standing at about his 32-yard line. Now he's backing up a little bit. Seven twenty-eight remaining in this fourth quarter. Butler has come back from a twenty-one to four or twenty-one to seven deficit and tied this bad boy up. They're going to try and draw Butler offside. Is what Zenia is going to try and do, but they snap the ball and a nice kick. Going down is a fair catch called by Flory at about the seventeen-yard line. And that's where the Aviators will take over, first and ten. They're going to try and get in the field goal range of Griffin Bradley. So the Troy Trojans have lost to the Tippecanoe Red Devils. And that will make that uh, Troy and Tippecanoe will be 4-0 in the conference. Troy will be 3-1. Both, both teams will be 4-1 and one overall. Butler, they got a chance to tie. Tie for second place with Troy. And they got Tippecanoe next week. So it's not going to be an easy task for the Butler Aviators next week, but that'll be at home. There come the Aviators. Once again, Bates in the eye. Bates is going to get the handoff. Goes right side. Has a little running room, but not far enough. He's going to be stopped at about the 21-yard line. Still running. He, he had the he had the entire almost the entire Buccaneer uh, team defense on his shoulders. He gets all the way up to the twenty five yard line. It'll be second down and about three. And they're going to mark it at the twenty four. Second down and three. Clock running with six fifty to go. Once again, handoff to the up man and Donovan Collins. Collins close to the first down. Did he get the first down? No, he did not. He's about a yard short. Third down and one from the 28-yard line, or 27-yard line. 6:35 left here in this third in this, in this contest in regulation. Got a barn burner here in Xenia tonight, that's for sure. Siebert's going to keep it himself, and he gets the first down. Cybert keeps the ball himself, or Cybert, I guess. It, if I said your name wrong, young man, I'm sorry. So Luke Cybert. The first down for the Aviators at their own 29-yard line. With 6.20 and counting here in regulation. Next week, we hope to have another good one in Bradford at Dixie. Here's a handoff to Bates. Bates is going to be stopped in the backfield. He's going to be stopped by Victor Smith. 
They're going to mark him back at the 26-yard line. A loss of three. Second down and 13 for Butler. Clock still running with 544 left in regulation. 21-21 is our score. Glad you can join us on this Friday night. It's a cool night here at Doug Adams Stadium. Cyber dumps it off, has a man open in the... And the pass is complete to Collins. Collins gets all the way up to the 33-yard line. It's going to be third down and about six from the third yard line. Got his feet, stomping her feet, making the press box shake a little bit. Here come the aviators. 450 left in this one. Seibert going back to pass, looking downfield. He's going to take it and run himself. Gets all the way up to the 37-yard line. But he's going to be well short of the first down. So it's going to be fourth down, and we're going to mark it at the 38-yard line. Fourth and two. Butler's going to boot it away. Going back deep for the Buccaneers is Zane Mercer. And also going back there is Juan Underwood. Nine seconds left on the play clock. And they may just take a... I don't know if they're going to take a penalty or not. Time called by Xenia. With 4.01 left, we're going to take a quick break. Be right back after this timeout. You're listening to the High School Game of the Week on the Gem City Sports Network. School or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn. Uh, Butler's coming out here real quick, like. So they're going to start the play clock over once again, 25 seconds. Now it is started. Low snap. They're going to get the punt away. Ball coming down to Mercer on the far side at the 29. He's up to the 35 to the 36-yard line. Zini's got 3.51 to go, and it, they are at the their own 36-yard line. Austin Flory on the stop. No wind to speak of, so we'll see. have to see what... Uh, Sean Leonard is made of when it comes to his leg. 21-21 is our score with 3.51 to go as here come the Buccaneers to the line of scrimmage. Clock is stopped. Johnson sidecar right to McManus. 
going to fire it across the middle, and they got it. It's incomplete. Pass was intended for Sean Fishwick, and it was incomplete. 3.46 left. Second down to 10 at the 35-yard line. And there's a penalty. Is there a penalty marker down? Yep, there's a penalty marker down on the far side. And it's going against Butler, or I mean uh, Xenia. Here's the call. So that's first and 15 for the Buccaneers at their own 30 now. Matt is back in the gun as he has been all night long. McManus is going to hand off to Johnson. Johnson's going to pick up about four yards up to the 34. Clock continues to run with 3.37 left. It's going to be second down and 11 at the 34-yard line. I would think that they have to get about down to the, about the 25-yard line for Leonard to be successful. 317 and counting. This time, Johnson sidecar right. And they fired down, intercepted by the Butler Aviators. That is Flory. Flory to the 30. He's to the 25, to the 20, down to the 15 yard line. Penalty markers are all over the place, down between the 30 and the 40-yard line. So we're going to see what the penalty is. Probably against the Aviators for a block in the back or something. So now the things have changed. It's been all... Butler. So Butler will get the ball first and ten, and it would be marked back all the way to the Xenia 45-yard line. 2.58 to go. It's This whole second half has been nothing but Butler. They got a 15-yard run from Bates with 2.23 or 2.29 left. And then with 9.23 left in this second half, or fourth quarter, Devon Smith got a cyber pass. That made it 21-21. So here come the Aviators with a chance to win this thing. Here's a handoff to Bates. Bates up the middle. Get him get down to the 41-yard line. Pick up a four, second and six. Caudell on the stop for the Buccaneers. Clock continues. Uh, clock is stopped. No, no, it's it's continuing to run. Two and a half to go now. Live formation for the Aviators. Time fake handoff. Cyber going to fire over to the far side. It's incomplete. That was intended for Corey Rice. So it'll be third down and six at the 41 yard line for the Aviators. But Zinia trying to hold. 
Overtime is a whole lot different in high school than it is in pro. Uh, Here come the Aviators. High formation once again. Seibert underneath center. Seibert's going to go back, hand off to, to Bates. Bates to the 40. Down to the 35, to the 30. Down to the 25-yard line. And they're going to mark it at the 24. So another first down for Butler with 2.11 to go. And it's going to be first and 10. Ball will be placed at the 24-yard line. Clock running with 2.04 to go. I think they might be in the range of Bradley. But they want to get a little bit closer. 153 and counting. 15 seconds on the play clock. High formation for Butler. Hand off once again to Bates. Bates up the middle. Gets down to the 20-yard line. Second down and about four, maybe five. Second and five at the 20-yard line. Clock running with 1.28 to go. Back next week with Bradford at Dixie, and I hope that this, that game is as good as this one. And then we got Butler, or then we got Dunbar and Metadale down to Welcome Stadium. Clock running down, 110 to go. Butler has the ball. Handoff this time to the outback. And he gets down to about the 20 or about the 17. Sam Mitchell on the carry. Under a minute to go, 50 seconds to be exact. They're probably going to get one more play before they're going to try a field goal. Xenia, a 14-game regular season winning streak, could come to an end right here. 37 seconds left. 15 on the play clock. Cybert under center. Hand off once again to Bates. Bates gets down to the, about the 17-yard line. That He's going to pick up one. Time is called. Penalty against the offense. 21 seconds left. So it's going to be third down again. They're going to come over and talk to Maurice Harden to see if he wants to keep the wants to decline it. No, they're going to mark it back. It's going to be third and eight. Ball will be played at the 23-yard line of Xenia with 21 seconds left. We're tied at 21. Seibert will go under center once again. Mitchell, the fullback. Bates, the up back. Seeing the crowd coming aligned. The time is called by Butler, I think. Butler will call timeout. So we're going to keep it right here to let you know that uh, coming up next week we'll have high school football once again on Friday as the Bradford Railroaders take on the Dixie Greyhounds. And then on Saturday, have a soccer doubleheader, Bakken's at Dayton Christian, both girls and boys. 
And also college football as the Central State Marauders will host the Allen Yellow Jackets at McPherson Stadium just about five miles from here. We'll have that for you right here on the Gem City Sports Network. See if we can get some final scores here for you. Wapakoneta beats Van Wert 41-13. Whitten Woods over Miami, Little Miami 51 to nothing. Here we go. Third down and eight. Ball to 23-yard line. 21 seconds left. High formation. Hand off to Bates. Bates goes around the left side. He's going down to the 15. Down to the 5. He is into the end zone for touchdown. Or wait a minute. Yes, into the end zone for touchdown. Bates, a 23-yard run. With 13 seconds left. So here comes the extra point. 27-21. Butler now leading it. They've trailed the entire way. Here's a shot. The kick is up, and it is good. Bradley makes, makes it four in a row. And that makes it 28-21. Butler. Final. So, 13 seconds left. 28-21. Your score. Xenia's got some time. There's time on the clock. They've got time. And it could be a squib kick, too. Butler fans on their feet. Here come the Aviators. Back deep. Once again is Mercer. And Underwood. And the Butler fans are kind of saying, we can't hear you. So here we go. Bradley will kick it away. And they'll send it over to Mercer on the far side. Mercer's going to let it go into the... It it just barely got into the end zone. We've got a little pushing and shoving going on here. Just in front of us, but... Mercer let the ball roll, and it almost did not make it to the end zone. But it did. And it'll be first and ten for the Buccaneers. And McManus, we'll see what kind of arm he's got. He's got 13 seconds left in this one. Tip winning tonight, 13 to nothing, or 13 to 12 over Troy. Butler's got tip next week at home. So first and ten for the Buccaneers at their own 20-yard line. It is first and 80. Here come the here come the Buccaneers. 
McManus all alone in the backfield. Five receivers. Three to the near side. Two to the far side. McManus gets the snap. Looking downfield. Fires down deep. And over the head. Over the head of Sean Fishwick. It's going to be second and ten with just seven ticks on the clock. Butler came back from a 21-7 deficit at halftime, and they've scored all the points here in the second half. So here's the final play of the game. Same setup, three receivers to the near side. McManus going back to pass. Fast time, fires downfield, and it's over the head of everybody. And there's one tick of the clock left. One second left. As the fireflies come calling out on the butler side. So there's going to be one second left. So one more one more play, and it's going to be over with. I didn't hear that lady this whole second half. So 28-21 is going to be your final, unless McManus can connect with somebody. And he has Solis open, and it's incomplete, and that's going to be the ball game. Your final score, Butler 28, Xenia 21. Butler ends the 15, or the 14-game winning streak by the Xenia Buccaneers in the regular season. And Butler, or Xenia will go, go face Fairborn next week. Well, let me see here. Let me get this right. It'll be Tippecanoe at Butler and Xenia at Fairborn next week. So, that's going to do it for us here from Xenia High School. Once again, your final score. The Butler Aviators come from behind, score with 13 seconds left in the game. And Butler wins at 28-21. This has been a presentation of the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley. A great one here. Once again, your final score, Butler 28 and Xenia 14. This has been a presentation of the Gem City Sports Network. Good night, everyone. You've been listening to the High School Game of the Week. Today's game has been brought to you by Profiler Performance Products. By Don Brown Sports Apparel, a big league look for a minor league price. By McAfee Heating and Air, any season, any time, McAfee. By Profiler Inc. By a Special Wish Foundation of Dayton in Southwest Ohio. By the USO. By the Ohio High School Athletic Association. By Darren Dollar Music. And by the Gem City Sports Network. Your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Join us next time for all the play-by-play action of high school football right here on the Gem City Sports Network. Thank you.